Hey folks, Colin Richards here. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. I'm proud to lead a team of outstanding investment advisors here across the Front Range. And at Lord & Richards, we love to talk about how you can employ methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both good times and bad. Lord & Richards is a firm that is dedicated to helping our clients become financially independent in today's turbulent world. And boy, is it turbulent. Uh, We offer a complimentary second opinion. We sit down with folks like you every single day to just learn about your goals, your dreams, your priorities, and see if we might be a fit to help come alongside of your team to help you become financially independent. Give us a call. We'd love to just chat with you. 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. And again, I'm Colin Richards, and you can read more about my wonderful team and me on our website at lordandrichards.com. Well, today we're going to get back to roots, back to the foundation of what makes Lord & Richards and our team of investment advisors unique, not only here in Denver, but really across the country, because we serve clients uh, from as far south as southwest Florida to as far east and and west uh, as you can imagine across this country, and even into Hawaii. But our goal isn't to be spread out. It's just that our clients are retired, and they're mobile, and they're active, and they're financially independent. And we don't want our clients to feel stuck or uh, what we call um, relying upon a fixed income in those years that we refer to as retirement. We don't often say retirement. We often speak of financial independence at Lord & Richards because retirement for some conjures up the idea of quitting or of going out to pasture and they want to keep living their life and enjoying it. And many of our clients may even choose to work just because they love their work, not because they have to. That's really what financial independence is. It's about being able to spend time with the people that you love, do the things that you love, fulfill God's will for your life, and make an impact for the kingdom and in the lives of others. Isn't that what it's all about? Again, if you're just jumping on, this is Colin Richards. Give us a call, 720-372-0400. So back to the roots today. We're going to talk about the Lord and Richards five core biblical principles lifted right from the pages of God's Word, and how they impact you and your decision-making with investments, financial planning, and preparation for retirement. You ready to get rolling? All right, let's jump right in. At Lord & Richards, if you look us up on the web, you'll find right off uh, to the right on our page, our website, these four core values, or pardon me, five. The first one, fear the Lord. Uh, The Bible says this, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So as Christians, we understand that apart from divine wisdom and fearing him, there really is no true wisdom. Everything that men and women concoct and conceive of that's done apart from God, the fear of the Lord really has limited value and almost no eternal value. So what we want to do is concentrate our efforts towards those things that we know please God, that fulfill his will for our life that allow us to obey him and advance his kingdom in this dark world today. And money is an important tool for that. You know, without money, our churches would not be able to keep the lights on. Our missionaries would not be able to remain on the field. Uh, The homeless and the poor and the hungry would not be fed. Money is a tool, and it's a stewardship, a sacred trust from God to you. Let's never get ourselves into the mentality that we're true owners of the things we possess. Isn't it safe to say that what we really are is stewards of that? 
And the Bible says this, it is accounted in stewards that a man be found faithful. To be faithful means trustworthy. Somebody in whom the true owner, the master, our God, can trust entrust that responsibility and those funds and those possessions so that they will be used for good and not for evil. So it all begins with that foundation, whether we're talking about life, whether we're talking about marriage, raising children, or personal finances, you must start with a right relationship to God. And we know this begins by an understanding of his provision for us, for our salvation in Christ. So as believers in Christ, we don't depend upon our own good works. None of us are good. You know, uh, if, if somebody were to ask me if I'd ever lied, you know, I wouldn't have to think too hard. I know I've lied. You know, every child comes out of the womb equipped to lie. If somebody ever asked me if I'd had a wrong thought towards somebody, absolutely. Well, when we inspect God's word, we discover that that means that we are sinners and that we have a penalty the Bible calls death. The wages of sin is death. But in Christ, in his provision, his death on the cross, he took our penalty and he took upon him all of our sin and he alone, who never sinned, was able to pay for it. The Bible calls him the Lamb of God, picturing that sacrifice for our sins. And the Bible says that without blood, there can be no remission of, sh- of sins, without the shedding of blood. So once we are rightly related to God, we have an eternal perspective. We know that we are eternal souls and that we have the, uh, our kingdom is not of this world. Then we can get rightly related to these other things like money. Then God can entrust us with the, the lesser riches. The true riches are what we have in Christ. These lesser riches, dollars, property, are merely stewardships, tools that we're being trusted with. So that's principle number one the fear of the Lord. If you're just tuning in, this is Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor, and I'm really giving counsel today from the five core values at Lord & Richards. We're we're an investment and advisory firm that brings a biblical perspective to our counsel. And we want to start with principle number one, fear the Lord. If you're interested in chatting with us about your specific situation, how you can invest, how you can become financially independent to serve God in ways you never dreamed possible, give us a call, 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. Or check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. We're standing by right now, excited to take your call and chat with you about how our counsel could make a difference in your life and in eternity. Principle number two, then, principle number one being the fear of the Lord, is get out of debt. The Bible says, owe no man anything. And so our goal as Christians, if we're going to be financially independent to fulfill God's will for our life, is to remove the shackles of debt. The Bible always uh, equates debt with bondage. Now, let me distinguish myself and my advice from what you might hear elsewhere. I know that it's, it's wise to remove all debt. It's wonderful to be completely debt-free. And as part of being financially independent, many of my clients have achieved that. But that's not easy in today's high-dollar um, high housing world, especially here in Denver, where the market is just excruciatingly expensive for first-time or second-time or third-time homebuyers. It's very hard to get a home. And nearly impossible to do so just by paying cash. And of course, those who never invest in a home miss out on the equity and the tax deductions and so forth. So it's generally wise to go ahead and secure a loan for the purchase of a home because that loan is secured by the house itself. 
And should you lose that home, it's always possible to rent and to live elsewhere. So it's not a matter of being in bondage in that sense. You're not stuck. You're not going to go to debtor's prison. You simply must be able to make those payments. And our advice and counsel is on an appreciating asset like a home, a home loan may be wise for some period of time, 10, 15, 20, or 30 years, depending on where you are in your life and where your budget is. Here's the rule, though. Is it manageable? Does it cause you to be constrained? Recently, you know, we were a little discouraged to see some folks buy a home that we we felt, wow, that is really going to tighten down their budget and limit what they can do in terms of service. So we don't want to be there. We don't want to be what we call house poor. But at the same time, we don't want to be radical on the other side in saying, well, there's no proper use of capital. You see, capital is the ability to take others' money, OPM we call it, other people's money, and do more with it. So if you invest money at a, a 3 or 4% rate of interest, uh, or pardon me, if you borrow it at 3 or 4% and your home appreciates in value at least that much, you've made a wise investment. But on the other hand, if you go out and say, well, I want no debt whatsoever, and you are forced to leave your job, your home community, your home, uh, your house, uh, I've seen people make take some steps that might be extreme in order to follow to the letter the idea of being out of debt. So I don't think it means that you can't use debt wisely, but when we get much past a home, it really deteriorates fast. Having credit card debt, outstanding unsecured debt, high interest rates on, on items that um, you know we have no business purchasing should be eliminated from our financial habits as Christians. And as stewards of God's resources, we really need to get on the other side of the compound interest equation. Einstein called compounded interest the eighth wonder of the world. And it is when you consider how much money can grow over a lifetime if you begin saving early. So our advice is save for those luxuries, those extras, even some of those necessities that we can make do without for now. So if you're just jumping on, this is Colin Richards, and I'm talking really at the core level. I'm not talking about financial products and services. I'm talking about what what kind of wisdom allows us to become financially independent as Christians. I'm privileged to lead a great team of Christian investment advisors at Lord & Richards, and we serve folks across the front range and from Florida all the way to Hawaii. It'll be our privilege to visit with you on the phone, chat, find out your specific needs, and see if we can't develop a plan for you to become financially independent. So give us a call, 720-372-0400, 720-372-0400, and please check us out on the web, lordandrichards.com. So let's move to our third principle. First principle was fear the Lord. Second principle was get out of debt. The third principle has to do with risk. The Bible says wealth gotten hastily will diminish, but he who gathers little by little will see it increased. Now that's good advice. That sounds like something grandma or grandpa would have told us, and it comes straight from the pages of God's word. If we're wise and we don't uh, take excess risk, trying to get rich quick, wealth gotten hastily, and we invest in such a way that we gather little by little, then we will see our wealth and our financial independence increase over time. Make sense? Absolutely. See, here's the problem. Uh, years ago, we all, we all expected to have pensions. I say we. I'm really not in that privileged group. But most Americans, their concept of retirement was, hey, one day I get my gold watch, I live off my pension, and you know things are good. 
maybe Social Security. Well, nowadays, pensions are a thing of the past. There are some select few government workers, people in the military, educators, and so forth, but really a, a vast minority of the population is going to get a pension. So we're left just with Social Security to rely on. And, and at Lord & Richards, we will train you and we will help you in establishing the ideal, we call it the optimized moment to take Social Security together with your other income sources. But setting that aside, when folks stopped getting pensions, we started getting these other savings programs, 401ks, 403bs, and it was up to us to contribute and maybe get a match from, from your employer. Does that sound familiar? Absolutely. Well, if you're fortunate enough, you build up this nest egg over your lifetime, and it's enough then on your own to create your own pension-like stream of income upon retirement. The problem I see is that folks have been forced to take unnecessary risk both before and after retirement date. What do I mean? Well, pensions would have never invested the way most Americans invest their 401ks. You and I both know that back in 2008, millions of Americans saw their 401ks become 201ks. Well, that's not good. And if a pension fund, which has promised to the pensioners that it will pay, were to take that kind of risk, those uh, the board of that pension would be brought up on charges. But yet the average American treats their 401k or 413b or their IRA in a, in a way that is not appropriate for money that is supposed to support you for the rest of your life. Why do we do it? Well, Colin, you know, uh, there's no, no way to get any real growth out there unless I throw my money in the market and hope for the best. And, you know, it's been a good few years, right? The last five years, the S&P 500 averaged a little over 12%. Woo, what a run. But you know what? If I go back 17 years to the year 2000, nice break-even point, I discover, including the last five years, the market's only averaged about 285 and if I go from the year 2013 back to 20, uh, 2000, it's only average zero. So let me ask you a question. Does that sound like a wise place to put your retirement dollars when your return could vary so widely and you could be stuck in a long time, long period of zero growth? How many of us can afford that during retirement? How many of you right now that are listening could afford to set aside, oh, 10 or 15 years where your portfolio really doesn't grow or grows at only a little bit over inflation? Could you afford that? I can't. So we've got to start by getting a right attitude towards risk. Let's stop treating our retirement assets like gambling money. Okay, Gambling is simply taking unnecessary risk for an outsized potential gain. Okay, buying a lottery ticket, okay, might be a small amount of money that you're risking, but we are risking the loss of all of that money, right? Well, let's not take a lottery ticket approach to our 403Bs, our 401Ks, and our IRAs. So we've got to talk about how to reduce risk if we're going to be faithful stewards, because the Bible says a wise steward, a good steward, is not going to take that kind of risk. And if this really isn't our money, and if our retirement is really about time to be with the Lord, be with those we love, and to fulfill his will for our life, does it make sense that you'd want to gamble it? If that's intriguing to you or you'd like to talk about any financial subject, we're available to chat right now on the phone, 720-372-0400. This is Colin Richards. I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor, leading a brilliant team of investment advisors, in my, in my opinion, here in the front range and across the country at Lord & Richards. We'd love to chat with you. Give us a call, 720-372-0400.
You know, there's a principle, we protect what we love. If the stewardship that God has entrusted to us is precious, does it make sense we'd want to protect that stewardship? Absolutely. I'm looking at a picture right now of a child in ski gear, and I'm thinking back to a very fun, cute day, but almost a disastrous day, when my, um, my oldest daughter, Amelia, who has Down syndrome, was in her ski learning years. And I remember my wife all done up in her ski gear. This was back in the Midwest on one of those little bumps they call mountains out there. Sorry, Michigan people. But there she was all bundled up and my daughter was all bundled up, ready to go. And at that time we used a little harness to kind of control the, the little child that was learning to ski. You've seen this. It kind of looks like a parent with a, with a child uh, harnessed up like a horse in front of a sleigh. Well, the harness was lying loose on the ground as my wife got her gear together, and all of a sudden, my little girl at that time, Amelia, decided to just scooch forward, and she started her journey down the mountain with the harness flapping in the breeze and no sign of mom on the end of that harness. Oh my goodness, when when mom saw that, she took off running, and she dove flat on the ground to catch that harness before my daughter could go down the dangers of that mountain by herself. Funny to watch, but it really could have been a terrible time. Thankful for God's protection. So here's what what I'm illustrating. If something is important and valuable, we protect it, right? You know, if we got some old, old tennis shoe that we don't care about, we might throw that to the dog to let it play with. But if you've got a gift, your wedding ring perhaps, or something very special to you, you're gonna treat that with respect care and you're not going to unnecessarily risk it i remember one time my wife's uh, wedding ring we had a terrible thing happen we were swimming and we were in a natural swimming area and she lost her ring unbelievable and so i started looking for that thing i got a snorkel from a, a, a nearby person and looking for it in this naturally formed rock pool but it was a big pool almost the size of somebody's backyard swimming pool And it was dark and it was full of vegetation. And I remember just praying as I worked my way around that. And what an an incredible joy. When I found that ring, I just saw a little sparkle about four feet down on a ledge, an obvious place for it to land, but it wasn't the first place I looked. And I I went to grab that ring and it started to move like it was going to drop further over the ledge and deeper down. And I grabbed it quick a second time. And when I came up to the top with that ring first shooting up out of the water, a small crowd had gathered and all burst into applause. It reminds me of the parable of the lost pearl, right? The woman who loses a pearl and expends all her efforts to find it, the pearl of great price. Well, of course, our salvation is that pearl, and the spiritual riches are the true riches. But folks, if God has entrusted money and possessions to you to make an impact for his kingdom, to make a difference in other people's lives, doesn't it make sense that we would guard it with the same precious care that we would all of our most precious uh, possessions? So we protect what we love. You might be saying, well, Colin, what choice do I have? The only other choice I have is to be like that unfaithful steward who just buried the money. Well, that's true. You could stick it in the bank or in your mattress. But why not come and chat with us about ways that you can protect your principle and grow it at the same time? We call this having safety and opportunity on the same dollar at the same time. And you can have that. Uh, the, The usual thing we give up is time. For example... Uh, certificates of deposit have been around a long time, but did you know that there are certificates of deposit since 1987 that are linked to an external stock market index? 
They never go down in value, but they only go up. And they go up probably by more than the fixed rates that are available today. I've seen uh, rates several times, those fixed rates, because they're linked to a stock market index. We just don't know about them, right? We don't hear about them because we're, we're getting our information through the wrong sources, you know, through money magazines and online magazines instead of sitting down with a wise counselor. If you're just tuning in, this is Colin Richards of Lord & Richards, and that's our goal, to be a wise counselor, to come alongside and help you lead your retirement future to financial independence. And we can show you ways you can avoid risk and still have opportunity. That's principle number three. Let's not take unnecessary risk. We're stewards. Wealth gotten hastily will be diminished, but he who gathers little by little will see it increase. So we've had principle number one, fear the Lord. Principle number two, let's get out of debt in a, in a wise and careful way. And principle number three, let's avoid unnecessary risk in the investment of the money God has put into our hands. Now let's tie that all together. You know, if you're listening to the show today, again, I hope that you're truly seeking to honor God in all that you do. My goal today isn't simply to tell you where to invest money and how to get a good return. Anybody can do that. But at Lord & Richards, what we do is we come, as, come alongside and help you build a financial independence roadmap. That is a document that we prepare on your behalf. It starts in our complimentary visit with a, a stress test on your portfolio. And I think I failed to give our number a moment ago, but it's 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400. If you'd like that complimentary stress test, we sit down. We learn about your goals and dreams in, a, in, a, in our beautiful offices overlooking the mountains of the Front Range. It's just a wonderful place to sit down and spend an hour or so visiting. And it's always a joy to hear what your dreams and goals are. And then we take your portfolio and we subject it to a stress test. Not because we want to make you anxious, but just like when we go to get a physical exam, we'd rather put a little stress on our bodies in a controlled environment than to actually go out into the world and suffer a heart attack because we didn't know what we didn't know. So we'll put your portfolio through up to 70 different simulations, both historic and hypothetical, including the 2008 crash. Wouldn't it be nice to know if you have danger in your portfolio? Here's a question I often ask. How many of you lost money, saw the value on paper or otherwise of your investments go down back in 2008, 2009? Yeah, most of us, right? But how many of you saw it go down a lot? Again, most of us. Do you know it's possible to invest in such a way that you can be completely insulated from that kind of crash? My question is this, since 2008, have you implemented a plan to make 100% sure, to the best of your ability, sure, that you don't suffer those same devastating losses? What have you done to protect what God has entrusted to you so that it will be available to you and your family into his kingdom? Well, there are ways to do that, to protect and grow at the same time, and it begins with this stress test. Once we see the results of that and we get a look at kind of how your goals and future line up with what you've saved and your income and your budget, we'll sit down and have a discussion about whether a financial independence roadmap may be right for you. This is a comprehensive document, one that very few, a small fraction of investment advisors will take the time to prepare, but that will help you answer key questions such as, do I know for sure that I'm taking the right steps to make sure I don't run out of money before I run out of life? Or when is the ideal time to claim my social security? 
Or what if one of us winds in, up in a nursing home? How will we pay for it? And what will the impact be on our portfolio? Or what can I do to keep all of my life savings from winding up in the hands of nursing homes and the government at the end of my life? Wouldn't that be powerful? Instead of leaving everything behind to the government, we can leave it with the family and we can leave it with the people and the causes that we love. So give us a call, 720-372-0400. Again, this is Colin Richards, and I'm Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. And I'm thrilled to be helping folks like you every single day achieve financial independence by following these core biblical principles. We've talked about three today. Fear the Lord, number one. Get out of debt, number two. And number three, manage risk as a steward. Not as an owner, but as a steward. And we'll talk about the rest next time we get together. In the meantime, take a moment and look at our website, www.lordandrichards.com, and then pick up the phone. Give us a call. We're ready and eager to talk to you about your financial situation. 720-372-0400. Again, 720-372-0400.